0: On the flow, now my jewelry, box froze, fuck up bowl, fuck up stove, counted millions in a cold, bad bitch, booted swole, got up on bank roll, can't fold, just a no, head shot, case closed. close, flo
1: clo. What is up, guys? It's Andy Fresella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fitness and delusions of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking
0: reality, guys. Today we have Andy. And DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? You ready to cruise? Ready to do something. Yeah. yeah. You've been cruising all weekend. <laughs> yeah. I, I I counted. I was telling these. I counted. It was like 1,200 miles on in, the bike in about 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Down to Memphis. Then we flew to Salt Lake. Down to Memphis. Back to St. Louis. St. Louis to Utah. Back to St. Louis. St. Louis to Chicago. Back to St. Louis. Back to St. Louis, yeah. And you got all your workouts in? I got fucking everything done. And stayed on 75 hard. And stayed on, man it's been fun listen it, it was fucking tough man I, I was i was crying fucking saturday well technically sunday morning like two o'clock in the morning having doing fucking circles around uh, a motel six yeah to get my outdoor cardio yeah. in and uh one of the, uh, the, ho- the motel six yes i had to stay in a motel six it's fine it was actually nice though wasn't, yeah. it wasn't terrible the little security guard he was like he's like are you okay 'Cause like, bro, I'm moving, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like yeah. trying to get this shit done, but yeah, like, yeah. forty five minutes to forty five minutes. He's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yeah, get, get my outdoor workout in. he's like, Oh, all right. Like he kinda, he was like yeah. nervous a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, No, it's fine. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna rob you, you know. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> but yeah, bro, got it in, man. Well, dude, I'm proud of you, man. That's fucking badass. It's been tough. I know that you feel good about that though. I, I do. You, you I do, that day? I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like my body's exhausted. But like, I mean, it's day twenty eight. So I mean it's like it's about that time. Yeah. Right. So I mean i'll be cruising here in a minute you know keep it moving i know this though uh keaton's driveway never again Uh, bro no never (laughs) look we rolled up to his
1: house so we went up to utah to do a speaking event with rob bailey and uh keaton the muscle um you guys know who you guys know who keaton is um from diesel brothers Mm -hmm. okay and we were up there you know contributing to their event which To me, those events are meaningful because you get a chance to really pour into some people who are willing to take the step to move forward. And um, I wanted to contribute to that. They wanted me to contribute to that. So we made a trip up there. It was a good time. Great event. Had a fucking blast. Uh, Had a really good time hanging out with the boys. Um, Because I don't get to do that very often. But I can tell you this. That driveway that that (laughs) motherfucker has, that's a different level of steep. Yeah. And, like, long. Bro. And, like, the first thing I said, and by the way, Keaton looks awesome, dude. He's been training hard. He looks fucking great.
0: But uh, I'm like, bro, if you just did your cardio on that driveway, do you know what the fuck you would look like? Bro. You know, though, here's the thing that pisses me off, okay? About 75 hard. All right? It's a fucking great thing, but it really bothers me, man. Okay? It's when you have a conversation in your head and you have a fucking thought, the very second you're like, no, I'm gonna do that. Like now I'm a bitch, right? I know. Like, if, like, oh my fucking God, it happened. So I got out, I'm like, all right, I gotta do cardio. And I looked at this fucking hill, I'm like, all right, maybe I just walk around the actual house. Yeah. And then it was like immediately, nope, you're a little fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, fuck, I'm like, yeah. all right. So I start going down the fucking hill and like halfway down the hill, I'm like, fuck, I gotta come back up this motherfucker. And then again, it was like, oh, you're a little bitch. I'm like fuck, so I got all the way down there. I'm like, all right, time to go back up. I'm like, maybe I'll just go up halfway and then just come back down and I'll just keep doing the halfway. Yeah, No, you're a little bitch, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck, do the whole thing. I'm like, all right, now can we just go around the house? Like, bro, it's these instant fucking like little arguments with yourself.
1: Well, that's the whole entire point. But it's powerful point. shit, man. That's the whole entire point. If you think back to all the times in your life, and I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to everybody. Yeah. And you think about the little conversations that really we have with ourselves on a daily basis, of justifying the easier path. Mm-hmm. If you can just conquer that conversation in your mind, you're living a completely different life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's really where the source of all your frustration, all your uh, you know, regret, uh, you know, that I didn't do this or didn't become this sooner, or didn't, you mm-hmm. know, that's all because we're not aware. We're not first of all, most people aren't aware of the conversation happening. It's just, you know, they think. And this is how I thought too. I'm just weak. Hmm. And it's not, it's not weakness, dude. It's that you are letting yourself, who is the best salesman that you could ever know is yourself. You know exactly what to say hmm. to get you to do the thing. Okay. And it's easy. And you could figure out and tell a story and you can wind your way through the most ridiculous connection of dots to come to the conclusion that you should be fucking lazy. And we're so good at doing that, that you know we think we're weak, but the reality is, is we're unaware. And when you become aware of the bitch voice in your brain that tells you to take the easy road, and then you become aware that you've been following the directions of the weakest parts of you for years and years and years, it should be a very welcomed realization that holy shit, I've just been following the directions of the wrong parts of me. And when you start listening to the strong parts of you, the parts of you that when you sit at home uh, after a long ass day, and the last thing that you want to do is get outside and do your outdoor cardio, and you're able to say, hey, uh, no, fuck that, I'm going and doing it right now. Mm -hmm. Now you're in control. Now you're living a completely different life. And if you can teach yourself to listen to that voice more and more and more and more, now you're winning. Yeah. You're becoming who it is you are. You're yeah becoming that badass motherfucking version of yourself that we all have mm-hmm. that is within our heart that we're all afraid to tell people about because we're going to get fucking laughed at. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you and your job is to listen to the strong version of you so that you can pull that part of you out yeah. and actually become it in real life. Yeah. That is the whole game. So- People want to dissect this in many different ways and overthink it, but the truth of it is it's simple. It's simple. Once you become aware of these two voices and you get to a point where you're so dissatisfied with the current life that you live and you're able to listen to the voice that's telling you to do the things that you know you want to do so that you could become who it is you want to become, now you're fucking doing something. Mm. And it's a huge thing, man. And so like that, what you're talking about, that's really the whole game.
0: Yeah. No, dude, it's powerful shit, man. I, I, I was thinking about this the other night, too, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning or whatever, but it's like, you know, the, the this book that I'm on right now, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, Joe Dispenza. He talks about it in there, though. like These conversations, how I'm processing them internally is that, you know, I got to start thinking about what this new fit, badass DJ does and not what the current DJ does. That's right. Right, and so the the badass fit version of DJ, Go fucking gets his fucking seven, you know, seventy five hard outdoor workout in at fucking three in the morning. That's right. That's what that guy does. Right? That's right. And 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 so it's 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 a whole new perception change, bro. But like, I mean, it, it, I'm on it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? See, see now,
1: <laughs> now you're figuring it the fuck out. Yeah. This, this, this is where people permanently change. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Once you start to become aware, like you, you may, you may go back. To the lazy you once in a while. Sure. Yeah. But now that you're aware of it, you can't become unaware. Right. It's like once you see the shit that's going on in the world and once you kind of break free from the propaganda, mm-hmm. you can't unsee it. Right. Like right. you can't go back. Right. Like I can't go back to pretending that all these people in power have our best interests in mind. Exactly. When I've seen that they don't, exactly. I can't do it. And neither can anyone. And yeah. so when you realize that you've just been listening to the weakest part of yourself. And that you actually have this stronger, better, more badass, inspirational human inside of you, mm-hmm. and you start to become that, bro. There ain't go. You don't go back.
0: You can't. Yeah, you no.
1: don't go back. And a lot of people just don't understand that this is a mental war that we're all fighting. And the way to win it is through awareness and execution and force. Okay, because the first twenty-five days of this program are going to kick your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Your feet are going to hurt. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, your feet are going to hurt no, like worse than they've ever hurt. Your legs are going to hurt. You're going to go out every day the first 10 minutes of your workout. You're going to be like, fuck, this fucking yeah. sucks. And then you're going to get done. You're going to be like, fucking right. Mm-hmm. And that builds the confidence. That builds the belief. That builds the grit day by day by day. And when you do that long enough, your whole entire life changes. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Live Hard program which you can get for free at episode 208. If you go back, this is a free fucking program. I'm not selling you a motherfucking thing. I just want you to be better. Go to episode
0: 208, listen to the entire episode. It'll explain the whole thing that we're talking about. Yeah, my favorite thing is I can drink these um, unmentionable drinks while yeah, i yeah. on, on the program. It's yeah, great. you
1: can't talk about those drinks <laughs> on the show because that would be an ad and we don't run ads don't on the show. Say, no, But if we were to run ads... We would certainly talk about
0: these amazing first four energy yeah, drinks. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Maybe the first swing, first thing we talk about. Yeah, right. no. but we don't want ads. <laughs> yeah, so
1: we can't talk about how amazing they are and how good they taste and how how good they make you feel. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm about to. Too bad we can't talk about it. <laughs> All right, let's do the show, man. <laughs> these people turn in they they tune in to hear about. The fucking fuckery. Yeah, let's get let's it. Let's talk
0: about the fuckery. Let's fucking get it, guys. Right. Uh, remember, if you guys want to see any of these articles, pictures, links, videos, go to andyforcella.com. You can find them there. We link them all on the website. And uh, we're actually getting something coming over right now. Guys, we got breaking news.
1: Breaking news. <laughs> it's
0: been a, it it, been a minute. It has been a minute. It has there? been a minute since we had breaking news. I forgot my part. My bad. <laughs> see that? I'm only perfect most of the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a breaking news headline reads Kanye West shocks in White Lives Matter t-shirt during surprise Yeezy fashion show and is joined by Candace Owen, uh, who recently called his ex Kim Kardashian a prostitute. I love listen Daily Mail headlines, brother. <laughs> they're very interesting. But let's dive into this. So. Uh, Kanye West made a statement uh, at a surprise Yeezy fashion show uh, today when the show was recorded, wearing a black sweatshirt with the slogan, White Lives Matter, written across it. Fashion models in the rapper's show also wore clothing with the message written across it, a response to the Black Lives Matter movement that was founded in 2013 following the fatal shooting of Trayvon Martin by George Zimmerman. Also posing with West, 43, Uh, was the right-wing commentator Candace Owens, uh, who beamed uh, while wearing a complimentary version of the White Lives Matter t-shirt. He says the statement, he says, uh, quote, I am yay, and everyone here knows that I am the leader, Wes, who's 43, said at the event while referencing his new legal name, adding, you can't manage me. Uh, It's not the first time that yay has stoked controversy surrounding race after saying in 2018 uh, that he thought, 400 years of slavery was a choice according to page six west gave a speech to the crowd while wearing the garment and references ex-wife kim kardashian's paris robbery in 2016 where she was held at gunpoint he also uh, as well as his fallout with the clothing giant gap here's a picture of yay in the uh, t-shirt uh he's here with candace owens what do we got I don't know. What do you got? I say, where the fuck can I order one? I mean, I know there'll probably be like 400 bucks, but. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, look, dude. You it's know, a statement for sure. and yeah. I think That's this how this guy moves.
1: What, what's the statement?
0: Well, I think it's challenging the fucking, what, what is perceived as the status quo. Right? I think it's, it's a, I mean, I think it's actually pretty fucking powerful. I mean, it's just, this is not like a, a new thing for him. You know what I'm saying? This, this guy sets the fucking, he challenges the status quo all the time. Now it's, it's powerful messaging. He sheds light on things that nobody wants to fucking talk about. And he talks about the hypocrisies that seem to be jammed down everybody's fucking throat. So, I mean, I'm, I'm down with it. Look, dude.
1: <clears throat> I Regardless, okay? Yes, no, maybe so, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay? I like Kanye. Yeah, because a, Kanye fucking does what the fuck he stands for. Um, he believes in what he does, and he's, he's, he's openly, unapologetically him. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I think more people should be that way. And if more people were that way, regardless of what they had to say, the media and these people propagating us at every turn would have less control. So Mm -hmm. that's my take on it. Um, As far as the actual issue, white lives matter, black lives matter. I think the discussion of race is fucking ridiculous. I've always been taught and always grown up believing that we are all the same. We have the same, you know, red blood that flows in our fucking veins um and we may have different cultures we may have different backgrounds we may but that's what makes this country great and to be completely honest i'm so fucking tired of the divisive nature of the conversation that like i really just don't want to participate in it anymore you know what i'm saying like martin luther king had it right bro like he got it right there's no need to rehash the shit over and over and over again and by us rehashing it over and over and over again we're playing into their narrative which Keep is the vision yeah. that's correct yeah. and so like i don't you know i don't buy into it one way or the other now can i observe and say there's a definite hypocrisy happening absolutely um every single race can be proud of their race except white people right all right that's a reality and that's right. a truth
0: if or, you, if you or, or the fact that no other race uh, can be you know talked about or discussed except or, or condemned except the white race
1: yeah i like, mean it's the it's, it's the a, that's a reality right now yeah. and like anybody who's denying that reality um is doing so for political po- pro- positioning um <clears throat> but i don't agree with it from any standpoint mm-hmm. i think it's fucking insane i think it's insane that in 2020 fucking two we're arguing about motherfucking skin pigment right like that that is ridiculous and by the way I don't want to run around and say, oh, fucking proud to be white, motherfucker. I'm proud to be me. Mm. I'm proud to be who the fuck I am. I don't give a fuck. My color happens to change pretty drastically. <laughs> right. Like, in the wintertime, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking white. In the summertime, I'm pretty fucking dark. Yeah, right. You know, I've got different races in in my blood. You're chameleon. Yeah. Like, I'm Sicilian blood. Like, yeah. bro, I have fucking multiple races in my blood. To me... um you know and i've also got uh other races too in there american indian and shit like that like these these pe- like people you are not your race mm. like you just aren't you're you you're who the fuck you are yeah and like dude we need to quit pointing the finger of this like divisive nature and whether it's true or not true and do i think there's definitely a double standard uh, of course there is and everybody fucking knows it but At the same time, I don't think that arguing back and forth about race is a productive conversation by any means. It's just not. Mm. It's just not. You know, I think we should handle it issue by issue by issue. For example, like this is where race would be appropriate to talk about. A lot of the black communities in this country have been uh, abandoned by the people that they vote for. Mm -hmm. They typically vote Democrat. We have to start to begin to ask ourselves who the real racists are if they come into your neighborhood every single four years and say, hey, we're going to fix shit. And then they go away and then they make things harder on those communities intentionally so that they can come back in another four years and keep the vote. And make the the next promises on the shit that they've already fucked up. Correct. And they fuck it up intentionally. So to me, that's where the real racism lies. And that's a real discussion. Yep. But people don't want to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to point out that, you know, these politicians that we've elected, um, per se, okay, allegedly elected, mm-hmm. uh, people don't want to talk about who's really doing what and who really stands for what. They just don't. Yeah. You know, they want, to, they want to still vote the way they've always voted because they lack the awareness or the humility to admit. That, hey, maybe I'm misinformed. Yeah. Or maybe I don't understand what's going on. Maybe you shouldn't just listen to people when they feed you full of shit. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so we have to start looking at things. Like, we have to be real. Like, are the black communities getting better or are they getting worse? And who are they voting for and who they have been voting for? There's a very definitive answer to that it's question. A common denominator. Hold on. There's an undeniably definitive answer to that. And if you continue to vote that way, knowing that your life has gotten worse, that makes you not very smart. Because gas is ridiculous. Food prices are ridiculous. Your life, no matter what you say on Instagram, or your, you, know, you got mm-hmm. people having these big voices, your life is harder right now than it was two years ago. And that is an undeniable statistical reality. About 15% harder. Okay.
0: On average.
1: So until we're able to look at the actual statistical realities and then change our minds about who we affiliate and associate with, nothing will ever change. And that's if, that's if they don't legitimately control the election process the way that a lot of us believe they do. So at the end of the day. I love Kanye and I love Candace Owens too. I've met her in person. I talk to her occasionally. Mm. She's a wonderful human being. A lot of people hate her because she says the truth. But maybe if we had more people that said the truth instead of said what they're supposed to say, we all wouldn't be in this scenario. And so I don't have to agree with everything that Candace says or that Kanye says or that you say Mm. or that any of you out there believe i just want to be the best me and if we were all the best us mm. we wouldn't be under the thumb of these elite motherfuckers who use our own human nature against
0: us true
1: so that's my take
0: no i love it I, can't, <laughs> I wonder what the you know white liberal women are going to be saying on this one.
1: of, of course, course we know their reaction i'm ready for the tweets yeah, they're going to hate them yeah and they're gonna say the same things that they say to you, mm-hmm. where you, as or a Clarence black man, Thomas, yeah. they're gonna say you're, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Tom or this or that or this. And I think it's time for everybody who <clears throat> is a reasonable human to come down hard on those motherfuckers mm-hmm. because those are the people who are costing us our peace, those are the people who are costing us our unity and those are the people who are costing us our actual economic opportunity
0: and safety in this country. Guys that was our uh, breaking news moving right along headline number 1. Headline 1 reads straight people just didn't show up. Bros creator Billy Eichner blast homophobic weirdos after his gay rom-com disappoints with just 4.8 million uh, at box office despite rave reviews and $22 million budget. I think it's safe to say that this movie sucks dicks.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. All right. All right. All right, that was fun. I was just giving him shit about not being funny right before the show. That made me giggle. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah,
0: so Bro's writer and actor Billy Eichner took to Twitter on Sunday to reflect on the disappointing performance of his gay rom-com at the box office following its opening weekend. The 44-year actor-comedian issued a series of tweets about the film, uh, which is the first LGBTQ romantic comedy given a large release by a major studio. Despite a $22 million production budget and rave reviews, the film took in just $4.8 million and landed fourth place at the U.S. box office. Here's a 15-second intro.
1: Hey, guys. It's Bobby Lieber coming to you from the future home of the LGBTQ Plus Museum. Everyone is really excited and totally getting along. This happens to be Bisexual Awareness Week, and no one has acknowledged it. Lesbian History Month was in March. Nobody said a guy! Gosh- Thing. Of course, lesbians get a month, and we get a week.
0: That's it. That's the, no well, shit. Nobody watched that. Yeah, it was just. 50, I mean, like to me, I think the most important thing about a trailer is like the first twenty seconds. Well, like, I'm just saying. Like, look, dude,
1: <laughs> you got more to read. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I got a lot to say. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he tweeted out, um, you know, basically saying, yeah, you know, he said that everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see the movie tonight. Um, As it is uh, special and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on the big uh, screen, especially for queer folks uh, who don't get this opportunity often. He wrapped up saying, I love this movie so much. Go bros. Um, You know, and at the same time, a new poll coming out saying that 69 percent of American voters are opposing the child porn and books and school libraries and stuff. So it's like this battle, I think, revealing the true uh, lines where everybody really is. So what's your take on this, Andy?
2: Well, take away what the movie's about Mm -hmm. and let's just talk pure business. Sure. There's 4% of the population that fall into that community. Right. Okay. Four. For the last decade, at least, those views have been aggressively pushed into society. No matter how you feel about it. That's the truth. Now, from a, from a business standpoint, if
1: you are to create a product that is only for 4% of the population, you have to understand that the 96% of the population are automatically not going to be super interested in it. Right. That doesn't make them homophobic <laughs> right. it doesn't make them any fo- of the phobias right okay you made a product for a limited audience and because that audience is limited you're automatically cutting down the viewership of it mm. all right now instantly let me yes, yeah, yes. by this statistical data dude if two percent of the people make energy drink or drink energy drinks do you think we fucking make them right <laughs> right okay so let's that's that's the first thing the second thing do you think that if I went out and I said, if you don't drink first form energy drinks, you're a fucking homophobe. You're a piece of shit. Oh, shit. Well, i me go you're buy that drink now. Do you, is that right. an effective marketing strategy? Is that an effect? Is, it, is bullying people who may not be for your exact product the way to actually get them to use it? Mm-hmm. It's not. Right. So, let, so that's the first thing. Okay, now whether the movie is good or not good, I have no idea. But I can tell you this, great movies, people go to see. Movies that aren't great, they do not go to see. Great products, people buy. Shitty products, people do not buy. Right. Now, we could sit here and talk about the right or the wrong or how you believe and we could debate those things all day long. But when it comes to reality... That's the reality. Mm -hmm. And a certain person has been telling the world for three fucking years that they have been using technology and media to manipulate our perceptions. That person is me, if you're not catching the sarcasm. Wink, wink. Yes. What you fail to realize and are continuing to fail to realize is that they prop up whatever cause they deem to be what they want society to be through advertisements, Mm -hmm. through the media, and through the culture that is controlled by this one organization called the World Economic Forum. That organization has all of Hollywood. They have all of big tech. They have all the big companies, the big fucking Fortune 100 brands all of them. And part of their financing and arranging financing and relationships is to push these certain agendas down through those tools. So if you have Hollywood and you have big tech, and then you have traditional media and you combine those three things, how hard is it to really make people believe anything you want them to believe? Right. And for a long time, people hadn't caught on to the game. But now, with Elon Musk coming in and offering to buy Twitter and exposing Twitter for being allegedly almost 80% fake Twitter users, which means that Twitter has what's called bot farms. And what they do when someone who is an activist of these causes makes a statement, they take their traffic. And they artificially inflate the popularity. And then you look at the other opposing views and it may, not, it may be one-tenth of that amount of traffic. So what does that do to the person who would traditionally stand opposed to these viewpoints? It makes them quiet because they feel like they're the only one that believes that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what we're dealing with here. This is why the concept of political correctness is such a dangerous concept because the concept is built around not offending other people with your opinions or observations. And if you aren't willing to offend people with your opinions or observations, that means you're willing to censor yourself for the benefit of other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to speak up because you're censoring yourself, that gives them all the power to do anything they want. And now we've gotten to this point, as you just pointed out, where a vast majority of America is not agreeing with the direction that a lot of this shit is going. When you have kids who are in second grade reading books about sucking dicks, most people are not going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would believe that poll is not 79%. If people really knew what was in these books and they actually took a look at these books, it'd be like it'd 99. be ninety-eight mm-hmm. percent. That's the truth. So that's what I think. I think that when you make a product for a limited audience and then we actually take it into reality and the reality of the market says we don't want this product, it probably shows where most people's thoughts are. Just saying. I've been trying to point this out for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's a lot of ways to read between the lines. You know, during the pandemic... When they ran a poll on Yahoo and they said, would you be willing to, patron, to patronize a restaurant that enforced vaccine passports? And over 85% of people said no. What does that tell you? Right. That tells you 85% of people aren't with the agenda that they're trying to push down. Mm-hmm. See, these people who are running these organizations, like you know, these big media companies or these big tech Companies, they've started to believe their own lies. Mm. They started to believe that people are really with this shit when they're really not. Yeah. And what's happening is, in this, they make mistakes. A false sense of confidence, right? They make mistakes because they put out actual polls on their Twitter and people vote on them, and then they delete them, right? (laughs) Because it didn't turn out the way that they want it, right? You know. So these people, what's happening is inside of these organizations, the people who are in there are unaware of how manipulated the perception actually is, and then the little things, the little mistakes they make, like putting up a live poll on Yahoo, asking that question, and 85% says no, and then you take it down, what's that look like? Mm -hmm. That's people saying, oh shit, Mm -hmm. we're getting exposed. Okay,
0: so. Fuck, I thought they said they turned the bots on. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I don't even know that all those people are actually aware of that. I think that is being, I think most people are not aware of how highly manipulated shit is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, they're becoming more and more aware every single day, which is a great thing. So, you know, to me, this has a lot less to do with the propaganda that these people are pushing and a lot more to do with those guys not reading the actual market and making a product that people want to fucking see. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think the movie Philadelphia was a pretty big motherfucking hit. That was about a, a gay man with AIDS. Never seen it. Yeah. Well, it was Tom Hanks. It was a huge fucking movie. No, yeah, I didn't okay. Like, I think if they made a great movie about their cause that was actually entertaining and funny, people would go fucking see it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that most people are uh, homophobe. No. I actually think that most people are, I don't give a fuck a phobe. Okay. Right. Just <laughs> leave me the fuck alone a phobe. That's what the fuck most people are about, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody wants to be a phobe of fucking everything mm-hmm. or ist. No. How about this? I will go see the shit I want to see, and you could go see the shit you want to see. And when they make a movie that has masculinity and fucking badass shit uh, like Top Gun, mm-hmm. people go fucking see it yeah. because that's what they fucking like.
0: Yeah. Oh, if you don't see it, you're a, you're a
1: heterophobe. And whatever, dude. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's the same logic and reverse. Mm-hmm so
0: you know (laughs) they they would probably be. maybe you should
1: have thought about it before you went and invested the year and a half or five years or whatever you put into this
0: 22 million dollars. yeah i'm just saying i mean i just don't understand like why like why are you targeting like you said i mean it doesn't it just doesn't make sense like why are you trying to target and then make you know this large percentage of people who are not naturally inclined to even like this shit? why are you trying to attack them shouldn't the goal just be okay you go like four percent of your audience they can go enjoy that movie. Just go fucking like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like, like maybe they're boy. friends and
1: families. And like, maybe there are people, bro, here's the bottom line. If the shit's good, people go fucking buy it. That's what I'm saying, man. It like, bro, it's the we, same we, argument. No, this that... is the same bullshit that we deal with in the business culture and the entrepreneur culture. When we talk on the entrepreneur shows, all these motherfuckers want to make the worst product and sell it for the highest price. Instead of just making the best shit and seeing like, Sometimes bro, you buy it. if you make a great product, if you're making fucking widgets and your widget is fucking great, it entertains people, it impacts people, it makes people fucking laugh, it makes people think, it adds some sort of fucking value, okay? Whatever the fuck it does. I don't know what your widget does. Mm-hmm. But if you do it well and it actually is something people want to buy, guess what? They're going to buy it. Yep. So your movie, bro, probably fucking sucks. Yeah. And, and, it, and you know what? At this point in time in, in the social climate, on top of your movie probably being bad because the liberal humor is fucking not funny, okay, <laughs> at all. Because to be funny, you have to be offensive. Right, right. It's the way it is. <laughs> like, we laugh at the fucking shit that is clearly obvious about all of us. That is fucking humor, Yeah. okay? Yeah. So your shit's not funny anyway, and you're trying to launch it in a market where people are literally up in arms, about a certain segment of your social grouping trying to over-sexualize kids, it probably wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have said. I would have said, hey guys, maybe we let the social climate calm down a little bit and then launch this. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is not how they think. These people think force, 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 yeah, force, bro. force. If you don't lockstep with us, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a extremist, you're a fucking terrorist threat. You're a whatever the fuck they call you, right? It's
0: so, the same thing. The feminist movement did the same thing, <laughs> like, bro. It's like the women's does soccer shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh, they one? yell at they yell at dudes, like, "Oh, have you been? Why haven't you been to a women's soccer?" It's the Motherf- same shit. Where's your fucking season tickets at? You know what I'm saying? That's like, right, motherfucker. <laughs> like, bro, they yell, "Oh, when, why, curf- why aren't women curf- athletes? Women
1: athletes don't get paid that much." Well, have you been exactly. to the male version <laughs> of that fucking sport? There's a hundred motherfucking thousand people there who pay to be there until you can create a product that they, that that creates that result. You will not get paid the same amount. Now, maybe they come up, maybe women come up with a whole different thing to watch that by the way, Nobody's watching dudes OnlyFans. Exactly, exactly. Motherfuckers. Nobody. Exactly. How about equal pay and OnlyFans?
0: Exactly. Let's
1: talk about that.
0: Nobody wants to see my butthole. That's what I'm it.
1: saying. Like, dude, nobody wants to pay to see mine either, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking start a fucking hashtag about it. This is fucking bullshit. I'm trying to get paid to show my butthole. What the fuck? <laughs> you see what I'm saying though? Like, it's funny, but the logic is the same. Okay. It's the, same. the market is the market is the fucking market. And Dr. people Snodder. will either buy your shit or they fucking won't. And we can argue all day. Is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Because, like, there's people. I've been to women's sporting events who, that are fucking awesome. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, Jackie Styles, who played basketball at Missouri State when I was there, who was at, for a long time, the NCAA scoring record, was the best motherfucking athlete I've ever seen play a fucking sport ever. Mm-hmm. She's a female. Okay. She should be paid, whatever. But the problem is, is that the fans don't come. And the same motherfuckers that are yelling at everybody about not, they don't have tickets. They like, they're they not even there. <laughs> Where, why aren't you wearing these jerseys of these women? Exactly. Why aren't you, like, be what you is you actually believe. Mm-hmm. Or shut the fuck up. Exactly. Because the market is the market is the motherfucking market. And that's the reality nobody wants to discuss. So I'm sorry. There's double standards to this. There's lots of things that women can do that people will like go like bro these women rehab shows or these women cooking shows they're fucking massive. The dude shows are not the same. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So right. there's the pluses and minuses in every area. There's there's we could we could dissect this but every if the problem the, the problem is people do not understand that the market dictates the value. No matter what No matter what, if you're great, if it entertains people, people will fucking pay. But if it doesn't, they won't. And shaming them and calling them names actually pushes them further away from you ever getting to where you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. So there's double standards in everything. I'm sorry, dude, I didn't make the fucking rules. That's what it is. Should we? (laughs) I don't know. Well, the point is, uh, if your movie was better, people would see it.
2: Moving right along, I have a quick point to make on top yeah. of what you said. So this director tweeted that in LA there was a sold out theater and all the hetero, homophobe people are not watching it. I did some quick math: four percent of three hundred thirty million people, is approximately thirteen million people. Fifteen bucks a ticket. If all the people who are gay, lesbians went to watch this movie, the net the net money that the movie would be making would be 198000000 That million.
1: I've means, gunned it over a billion.
2: That, that means even like 2% of those 4% people did not go to watch the movie. Correct. Correctly, the movie sucked. Damn. The That's data, fucking data, bro. The da- data. Simple data. <laughs> no,
1: the data never lies. The Damn. data never lies that like people are you guys who listen to the show you guys are like amazed at like how i was able to see all the shit that's going on well motherfucker i look at the data
0: numbers bro trust the trust the math
1: (laughs) and not the data they show you yeah right right you have to look between the lines and look for the actual indications like the example i use for people a lot of times is like these little things that i notice right like you gotta uh, use what you notice off of what you don't when they when they said on the airplane hey, you guys could take your masks off. We don't have a mask mandate anymore. And every single person out of 300, with the exception of two, took their shit off and cheered. Mm -hmm. That tells you the real market. right? Now on fucking CNN or Yahoo or one of these companies that is controlled by this organization that we talk about all the time, they might tell you 90% of people love the masks, but that is not what the fucking reality shows you when you see out of 300 people, only two keep it on. Right. So you have to look at the reality and you have to be willing to look at the real data Mm -hmm. to figure out what the fuck is going on because these people are willing to lie about it. So there's all kinds of indicators that you can look at. And by the way, you should learn to see everything that way. Like those of you, we have a big entrepreneur following here. Those of you guys, that's how you should start to look at your own business. Mm -hmm. Look at the real truth. Don't look at the fucking shit you want to believe. Look at the real shit. That's how you're going to, most people won't look at the real dude. They won't dig beneath the surface to find the truth. They will look for information that validates their own beliefs or their wants of what they want to happen. That is the most dangerous skill or the dangerous habit to fall into as an operator of a company. And this guy's learning the lesson here
0: directly. So, guys moving right along. Headline number two. Headline number two reads FEMA. FEMA head said, Ian aid will go to all communities, rejecting Harris's call for equity. Ha. So the chief of the Federal Emergency Management Agency insisted Sunday that Hurricane Ian aid will be provided to quote all communities, dismissing Vice President Kamala Harris's earlier claim that the assistance should be quote based on the equity. Uh, quote We're going to support all communities. I uh, committed that to the governor. I commit that to you right here that all Floridians are going to be able to get the help that is available to them through our programs. Diane uh, Criswell said on CBS News, Face the Nation on Sunday, Criswell was responding to a question uh, from host Margaret Brennan about Harris's Friday comments uh, and the backlash that they prompted, including from Florida government, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis' re-election campaign, which said the remarks could cause, quote, undue panic. Uh, Criswell responded, uh, that she had been on the ground assessing damage from Hurricane Ian in Florida on Friday and Saturday, and quote, there are a lot of people that are going to need assistance as a result of this. Uh, she also insisted that the federal government will remove any barriers that hinder people's ability to access aid, um, to access aid. Uh, quote, these people that need our help the most are going to be able to access the help that we offer. I know that the vice president and the president uh, they share the same values. Well said, adding, we are going to be there to support everybody that needs help. Uh, the vice president's comment officially was, uh, was this quote. We have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity. Harris told actress uh, Priyanka Chopra uh, in an interview at the Democratic National Committee's women's leadership form on Friday. And since then the White House has been silent on Kamala Harris's uh, equity hurricane relief mark it says uh it won't say if it official uh administration policy.
2: What do we got? <clears throat> I think these people are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Very, very simple. But yeah. 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 I I think that for you to make a statement
1: That says we're going to distribute aid fund for a natural disaster that affects everyone in the geographic area towards a certain racial group, whichever racial group that may be, is literally the dumbest motherfucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Which doesn't surprise me because everything she says is dumb as fuck. Oh, it's word vomit, bro. It it, it, and and she says it with a fucking dude. Go to acting school at least. Like you're the worst actor ever. Yeah, like the worst. Like this thing she does with her hands, and like the way she like does like go to if you're gonna get up there and lie, Mm -hmm. go fucking go to acting. Go learn a
0: lie, yeah, whatever. Be like Obama. Like it's so
1: painful to fucking watch her talk.
0: Yeah,
1: and 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 him too, both of them. Okay, Um, and it is whatever. Like it's just stupid. It's more stupid, divisive shit that like we said in the first uh, the the first part of the show on the breaking news. It's the divisive shit that these people push that is designed to get people to argue about mm-hmm. what, what we're talking about right now. Like it, that, that comment, I guarantee you, is specifically designed to get people to fucking argue.
0: Mm-hmm. And- Or debate on whether or not it has value, your validity at all. Also, it it's, it's exposes their thought process.
1: Mm-hmm. Their thought process is we get the tax dollars and we get to do what we want with them. Mm-hmm. And so these people in Florida, no matter who they are, are just trying to rebuild their lives. Yeah. Okay. And she's, you could tell she's thinking of it from a perspective of her own, which is how do I get the most for me? Mm-hmm. How do I get the most for me? How do I take the tax dollars from America and get them to me? That's what she's thinking, because that's what they all think. And they are assuming that these people who just got fucking blasted with a terrible natural disaster are somehow on the ground thinking about the extra $500 they're going to scam out of fucking FEMA. Bro, these people are trying to live. These people are trying to rebuild their their, their communities. These people are trying to uh, get through one of the worst hurricane disasters that we've ever had as a country. And these fucking le- quote unquote leaders or trying to divide people along the lines of fucking
0: race. It's
1: absolutely disgusting.
0: I, I just wish we could get to a point like uh, when I say I, I, I mean, or we like the black community, bro. Like, are we not fucking tired of all these fucking politicians like acting like, you know, we're just not capable or we're not smart or we're not fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the, how fucking inherently racist is that? You know what I'm saying? We can't fucking get IDs. We need the help first because you know, like, bro. I wonder how many fucking multi multi-million, black multimillionaires live down in the in those same areas that they're talking about. It's so insulting, bro. Bro, like, I'm so sure
1: that black people are less capable of fucking every other race, bro. We know. Get we, the fuck out of here, with.
0: We you. couldn't even get the vaccines because we we don't know how to use the internet, bro. Like. At what point do we say, OK, but dude, right, that's what they're off. saying. Yeah, that's what no, they're saying. That was a quote from Biden.
1: I know but they shit. are legitimately yeah. saying that black people in America are less capable than anybody else. This has been this is not new. This is this is you. People just haven't been reading between the lines.
0: Right. Fucking dumb shit, it's, man. It broke. Well, it, it, I'm, I'm glad the female, FEMA lady caught it because that would have yeah, been a massive That was really fucking, good of her to do that. I bet she lives in
1: motherfucking Florida. Right. Like, dude, it's just fucking gross shit, dude. I am, you know what? The positive of that is a great thing. Like, I'm a willing, I'm glad that people are willing to stand up and say, no, mm-hmm. we're not doing that crazy shit. Fuck
0: them. Yeah. Which is what she said. Loosely. Loosely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was the andulation of that. Guys, our third and final headline, moving on to headline number three. Uh, I wanted to pull this one up. Uh, Let's take a quick flash in the past. Uh, This headline is from August 13th of 2021. It's a Yahoo News article uh, that reposted to USA Today. It says, fact check, ivermectin is not a proven treatment for COVID-19. Okay? Ever, ever, ever. All right? It's not been proven to treat COVID-19. Ivermectin has been promoted as a COVID-19 cure throughout the pandemic, but scientists are still studying whether the drug could be used as a treatment. But so far, there's little data to suggest it's effective against COVID-19. All right. So don't fucking use it because it's not proven. Okay, August 13, 2021. All right. Now, let's let's fast forward to September 30th, 2022. Uh, This is another Yahoo article. It Says uh, the FDA misled the public about ivermectin and should be accountable in court, argues the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. The Association. We're gonna right. talk
1: about the tweet they made about with the horse. <laughs> right, right. We're gonna talk about that. The Joe Rogan. And by the way, yeah. it's still up. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about that.
2: That was Bro, that was my horse. Sound. Listen.
1: Here's the. You got more. Oh uh, yeah, no. We, we go ahead and jump into it, man. Um, there was documents that came from the Pentagon in April of 2020 that showed that ivermectin was an effective therapeutic against oh, COVID, along with hydroxychloroquine. Okay, we've covered that topic on the show mm-hmm. multiple times. These people killed people by denying them this medication. I took this shit myself when I got COVID. I got better right away. Joe Rogan said the same thing. Every other motherfucker said the same thing that took it themselves too. Mm -hmm. Maybe instead of getting so divisive and brainwashed and political and being angry and calling people grandma killers and racist and bigots and selfish and, canceling me for actually trying to help you see that you could actually get through this safely um or other people like rogan or Mm -hmm. fucking the million other people the frontline doctors that actually went and served jail time over the same exact issue maybe you should have listened to them Mm -hmm. and so what's happened here what's happening here is crimes against humanity Mm -hmm. they
0: knew that this shit worked. And. Bro, they were trying to kill us off. They're trying to kill it. Like, and, and they're doing it. It's we, still happening. Listen, it seems to be that way. Bro, the UK, the, I'm, re, I'm putting out this tweet from this article. It says the UK government confirms nine in every 10 COVID deaths over the last year have been among the fully triple vaccinated. Nine, that's listen, 90%. Man, I, listen.
1: I'm, I get torn when I see this shit. Yeah. It's like I never wanted to be right. I never wanted, like, and I see this shit happening now, and it's like people want to look the other way and act like it's not happening. Bro, it's fucking happened. No,
0: it's happened. Duh.
1: It's No, it's going to get way worse. Yeah, And it's, it's very frustrating. I was just talking about this yesterday with some friends. I feel very good about where I stood during this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I feel proud about where I stood during this whole thing. A lot of you guys don't. A lot of you guys are ashamed. A lot of you guys are ashamed you went with it at all. And you have to realize that now is a better time to redeem yourself than waiting for another second and say, dude, I got taken advantage of. Because what was happening, what happened to us, and what is still happening to Mm -hmm. us, is the biggest psychological manipulation that's ever happened in the history of the world. The longest running running one too. It's never happened before. They didn't even have the technology to do it before. Okay, so like what just happened couldn't have been done before social media. And now California just passed a law where the doctors who know that this is true, what we're talking about, that these therapeutics actually work cannot speak about it or they will lose their medical license mm-hmm. maybe if you live in california you should start asking yourself what the fuck?"
0: that's some not like that's some co- uh communist shit. Right there. i've
1: said this yeah you that's completely common that's how they do it yeah that is how they do it they make a lot like when they do wrong shit to you then they make a law so you can't talk about it or we'll put you in jail mm-hmm. that's what they do California, as of that passing, is legitimately communist. Oh, yeah. That's a legitimate communist fucking move. And the police officers and the people on the front lines out there should be standing up against this. This clearly, and I've said this multiple times, is crimes against humanity. Mm -hmm. There absolutely should be accountability for the people that organized it, the people who knew that what they were doing was wrong and, per, and put it out anyway, those people should all go to fucking jail at, at, at a minimum. Go away the key. At a minimum. Forever. Forever. For their whole life. Because here's the truth. Hundreds of thousands of people died because they were, they were denied that effective therapeutic that was known to be effective. Mm-hmm. Or quality of life is have, for effective can have the pan, Can't have a pandemic where you shift the global wealth away from the middle class to the elite elite, can't have a pandemic where um, you steal all the fucking tax dollars, OK? Uh, can't have a pandemic to initiate the control of a digital ID or a vaccine passport, which failed, nobody bought. Uh, you can't do that if there's a effective therapeutic known. 60 days into what the fuck is going on. In my opinion, these people knew the entire time that that worked. And from the data that we've been able to see, that's, that aligns. Mm-hmm. They knew. And they chose to fucking shame and villainize and hurt people who decided to look for a therapeutic and try to save their fucking family and friends. And I don't care what you believe. That should piss you off To the deepest point in your fucking soul These people are evil They are not fucking on our team And no matter what you believe And what you think of me And you know whatever You're on the same team as me dude Because not a single motherfucker that listens to this I don't care if you're with the fucking Three letter agencies I don't care if you're with the police I don't care if you're with the military We are all pawns to them We are all pawns to them and until we all get it together and figure out that we're on the same team and they ain't on it and vice versa, there's nothing we can do about it. It's, it, it did this, I'm trying to stay calm because I, I, I know two people personally who died that were vaccinated who were under the age of 40. I know a bunch of people who had to watch their fucking relatives die over a fucking Zoom call. And I know a few people Who are literally completely fucked up over it and probably will be their entire life. Imagine living your entire life with your fucking dad being your best friend
2: and they wouldn't let you in the hospital when the motherfucker's getting ready to die. You gotta watch it on a fucking iPad.
1: They manipulated us, they lied to us, they used technology. And they used the, the, the lack of education and understanding of the general population against us. They divided us. They pit us against each other. And they did so so that they could get more control and more fucking money. They closed your business, but Walmart stayed open.
0: Mm-hmm. Fauci's network doubled. They
1: closed your restaurant, and your neighborhood bar, your neighborhood pub, and fucking sam's club and fucking coca-cola and everybody else got to stay open because they were fucking essential amazon yeah the, the the fact that people are not enraged about this is beyond my understanding of the human condition
0: well that's the thing man it's like the accountability won't happen unless the people demand it that's the only way it happens so i start getting out uh, yeah,
1: maybe like three fucking years ago. Yeah. And if you're one of these people who are like, man, I bought into this hook, line, and sinker, um, admit it and say, it. you can be the people that actually change this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that's, we're waiting yeah, on you.
0: You would do more like those, fucking, yeah. You yeah. people
1: who complied knowing that it was wrong. And then now you're like, what the fuck? But you're afraid to say something because you are, will be embarrassed or- you know, you're ashamed. Mm-hmm. You guys coming out and saying, Hey, I bought into this and I was fucking wrong and this is fucking wrong and we need accountability. You are the motherfuckers that matter the most. Not the people like me who didn't super ever buy influential.
0: it. Well, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Pe-
1: the people like me that never bought it, we we're we are conspiracy people. We're making shit up. We're a danger to society. We're on a fucking list. No, you guys who complied, who went along with the narrative who now realize you were taken advantage of, need to fucking admit that and say that and be pissed off about it. That's what will change shit. So this disgusts
0: me. It makes me angry as fuck. Guys, our final uh, segment of the show, as always, we have our thumbs up headline where I show a headline. It's either get two thumbs up or two thumbs somewhere you don't want them. And with that being said, our thumbs up headline reads, Dog at Ohio Middle School gets her own yearbook picture for second year in a row. Oh, this was pretty cool. Um, so a uh, Facility Dog is making waves at Ohio Middle School with her second annual yearbook photo, Meg, a two-and-a-half-year-old golden retriever, has warmed the hearts of staff, students, and parents at Goshen Middle School, a public school in the Buckeyes State Claremont County. Uh, she had a yearbook-style photo taken with a red bandana uh, Dana bearing her name, uh, which pops next to her golden fur and blue-gray background. Uh, the photo was shared on Monday, September 26th, by the official uh, Goshen Local School's uh, official social media accounts. Here is the yearbook photo of Meg. Oh, man. That's such like a good girl. Yeah. That like a good girl. <laughs> That's so cute. Look at her. What a little sweetie. Yeah. Like it was cool because they put it in the yearbook. Look at that smile, dude! Yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's, that's like awesome. a picture perfect dog. Yeah, like I feel like like you know the dogs on the food cans and shit. That's yeah. it, right there. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, she's a model. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, this article continues it says the young smiling pooch was trained for service from birth by Circle Tail, um, an accredited assistance dog training organization in Cincinnati. Uh, Goshen Middle School uh, Principal Wendy Flynn told Fox News Digital. Quote, this is her second school year at Goshen Middle School, Flynn said. Meg lives with Mrs. Kelly Danu, a 7th grade math teacher, and her family. Danu is a paraprofessional, in addition to being one of Meg's trained handlers, according to Flynn, Quote, during her time with us, she has provided hundreds of students and staff with love, comfort, and affection. So, uh, that's awesome. Dude, I think every school should have one of these fucking dogs. And then you know a couple of Greg Anderson's in the hallways.
1: I think... We should just get rid of people and just a place, have,
0: have a fucking dog colony. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the elites were on to something. Because <laughs> last time I checked, they didn't try to kill the dogs. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is, I mean, that's a lot of fucking belly rubs, bro. Yeah. You got, I, I mean, how do you get that?
1: I don't know. I can't even keep up with my two dogs. <laughs> they get pissed off, dude.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Like, they're, like, if like, you rub one, one's belly and not the other one, dude, like, they know. Yeah, well, they'll start a fucking fight between oh, the yeah, two. Oh, yeah, they'll too. fight. Or, <clears throat> like, if you rub one and you don't rub the other one, the motherfucker will follow you around the house till you rub it. Mm-hmm. Like, they they know. And they know how to count, too, bro. Yeah. Like, they know. Like, how you gave
0: him three fucking yes, rubs. I only yeah. got two. No, what the fuck, they, bro.
1: Especially with treats. <laughs> they know.
0: Dogs are way smarter than oh, people yeah. fucking understand. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this is awesome. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. I just—I mean, that's—that's that's cool. Yeah. Yep, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, bro. I'm down. Well, Andy, that's all I got, bro. All right, guys, that's the
1: show. Uh, if you like the show, if it—if it made you laugh, if it made you think, if it gave you some good perspective, please share the
0: show. Yeah, we from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck up bowl. Fuck up stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booty swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. does a no. Headshot. Case
2: closed. Close.